0: Welcome to Nine Bob Note with Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Hello
1: and welcome to Nine Bob Note. My name is Paul Isles Rush, and I'm Ken Moss. Now, Ken, this is the first time that we uh, are recording since we went live on the
0: podcast. How are we feeling? I'm feeling very positive, tired, and emotional, but. Uh... Yeah, no, I, I'm uh, very grateful because we've had some really good uh, listening figures from the word go. So thank you very much, everyone. We we seem to be pleasing somebody. So I hope we uh, hope we can carry that on for quite a while to come because this is a lot of fun.
1: Excellent. I was going to say that um, when the first episode went out, I felt like a proud father. Oh. Uh, perhaps you can edit that to make it sound like I didn't forget about my actual kids. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sure the little darlings will. Uh, well, when they grow up and listen to it, when they're old enough to listen to the expletives, we'll be very proud of you.
1: <laughs> anyway, onwards and upwards. So your choice tonight, Ken, what, are we, uh, what
0: have we got on the table tonight? Forbidden Words. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> with regards to the podcast, um, Dr. Simon Exton, very good friend of mine, uh, ours, who I do another podcast with on Archive Television, He's been listening avidly to Nine Bob Note, uh, but he said that you could probably do to hashtag a few more things in when you post it on Twitter, get it more widely known. All good advice. But one of the things that came out of this was the whole LGBTQIA plus thing. And the the one word in that that I've, I've not got a problem with it, I'm just interested to know, is queer. Now, I've always thought that queer is a bit of a sort of a, a derogatory term when it's being used towards... Predominantly gay men. Um, at what point did queer stop <laughs> being <laughs> a word that we're we're we we're, a word that we're allowed to say again? And nowadays, in modern context, how do we define queer?
1: I was unsure about this myself, and I uh, but I've spoken to some some people about it, and it's one of those uh, where apparently it was we're going to reclaim the word, so ah. it becomes less offensive if we use it. I'm I'm still I'm still not sure that. Non-queer people are allowed to use that use it Whoops. to refer to other people. I don't. I don't know what the rules are. It's very complex. Uh, but apparently, as defined by somebody who I work with, queer is anybody who is not normal in the terms of the. I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're
0: not within the traditional spectrum of sexuality. Yes. That, ah. Yes. Hmm. Cisgender, hetero.
1: Yeah. Anyone who's not that. So anyone who ad- identifies as anything other. Than what you would
0: consider to be, shall we say, traditional. <laughs> yeah, it, it is becoming a bit of a minefield from a <laughs> from a non-gay perspective. It is becoming a little bit of a, a not a legging up competition, but you've got to really tread carefully nowadays. Because, uh, strangely, after years of traditionally being in the uh, uh, the majority bracket of a, of a white middle-aged man. I'm now finding that there are fewer and fewer things that I'm allowed to either say or have an opinion on. I don't feel threatened by it. Please don't write in. It's just um, I think people of my age group and demographic are possibly starting to think now we can't say right for saying wrong. And there's no intent there. But you say anything now you don't even know that you've done it or you tweet something and you use uh, a terminology for somebody that's wrong it's now becoming really difficult to say anything at all without somebody somewhere finding it offensive and there's real I don't I honestly don't think for the majority of the time there's any intent involved but I'm finding that I see people whose words are being twisted horribly out of because they've used a word, but they didn't mean it in a, an offensive way. I mean, what's your take on it? You see things from a, a completely different side of the coin.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I am not bothered about the word queer being used about me. Mm. I don't think I would ever introduce myself as a queer person. <laughs> but you know, like why? Why would you? I don't. You know, we, I don't introduce myself as. A gay person, either most of the time, as a gay man. (laughs) Yes. How how do you feel about this? Hello, my name's Paul. I'm a gay. Oh, Uh, but but yeah, it doesn't bother me. I mean, there are people who have used the word about me, and it's as a joke, a joke thing. It doesn't offend me. I can understand why some people might get offended, but I think the the intention of the the person who put the Q in the acronym was to maybe take away some of the offense and also. I, Cover all the bases? Yeah, because there's so many letters for so many different things. And then there's always going to be someone who sort of says, oh, well, what about me? Where's where's my letter? And then so now you can either be the Q or the plus. Although someone did also say that the Q doesn't stand for queer. It stands for questioning. And I just
0: rolled my eyes at that. <laughs> um, it's a lovely thought, but mm. it, it really doesn't. <laughs> no.
1: There was a thing on the... Well, it wasn't on the news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was on yeah, it's on the six o'clock news tonight. <laughs> what does the Q stand
1: for? There was a and I can't remember who it was, but there was a person who is she's known as an ally of LGBT people. And she was making a joke. And it was a joke at the expense of middle-aged straight men. Mm. But she used a word in reference to transgender people, which she was then called out on. And basically, there was the big campaign to cancel cancel her. Oh, God. Uh, but she apologised straight away. and She said, I just, I didn't know it was an offensive mm. thing. I, you know, it's something, I, I wouldn't normally use it, but it was just part of this joke conversation Mm. that I was having, and I just used it. I didn't realise it was offensive. I'm really sorry. And that still wasn't good enough. Well, you should have known. You should know all of the words.
0: Well, I have said this before, but I saw on Twitter something that – it was one of the few things on Twitter I've thought, that's really good, actually. (laughs) Somebody said, we've got to the stage now where if you don't know, you're ignorant, and if you ask about things to find out, you're in the wrong yeah. So there's really no way out of that. You're just <laughs> trapped. Just don't ever
1: speak ever again.
0: Because well, the other night, um, in a, a there was a, a pylon. This is nothing to do with LGBT etc. issues. This was um, Harry and Megs, <laughs> and somebody was somebody was having a pylon because they'd asked a question. A lot of questions have been raised about the Oprah interview, the, the facts and what have you. But she had asked a question, saying, well, there's plenty of evidence that this particular thing is actually false. It, 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 there's evidence here to back up that that's not strictly true. Pile on. <laughs> but the evidence was there. It's not, uh, it's not hidden away. But in the course of the discussion, I thought, I can't. It, it, this is massively unfair. Everybody is attacking this person for asking a question. Yeah. I'll just offer up a sort of bit of moral support. It wasn't offensive or abusive or, or wading in guns blazing, but this one young girl replied, and I do, I, I know her, I, I've worked with her on theatre productions. She didn't remember who I was and she has, in, in intervening years, been a reality TV star who herself has been the subject of media intrusion, which I assume was uninvited and unwelcome. Mm. But her response was to trawl through my pictures, find fault with my pictures on my Facebook profile and then say, well, typical white middle-aged man. And I thought, well, if that was the other way around, if I'd said, yeah typical young non-white <laughs> i would have been ground into a pulp yeah because it's just not the dumb thing but the other way around it's, fine, it's sort yeah. of it, 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 it doesn't bother me i just think that the double standards where that's concerned those are words that are allowed if i had responded the other way around it would not have been allowed and it's i suppose where we're going with this is how equal is equality really when it comes to words and is that really equality or just positive discrimination i horrible feeling it's leaning towards the latter.
1: Yeah, and we we've we've talked about very similar kinds of things, and it but it is it is interesting because it's very easy to get offended and very easy to call someone out for not knowing that something's offensive or Mm. for asking because obviously if you have to ask if something is offensive, then you just don't care enough about the person. (laughs) And you know, and you you just didn't take the time to find it out. And yeah, it's there's a lot of double standards. That's it, it's,
0: it's, one of those, it's one of those questions, those topics that there's not an answer to. It's just, um, we're just in a very, very peculiar phase at the minute, which I hope we grow out of, where everything is offensive, but you're not allowed to ask. So I think a growing number of people are terrified to have an opinion on things. Perfectly innocuous, but we've got to the stage where, well, if you're not with us, you must be against us. And it doesn't really work like that. If somebody slips up... It doesn't mean they're against you or they're a phobe. It just means they they probably just don't know in a lot of cases.
1: Yeah, there is a lot of that. If, say, if someone like you... Mm, uh, <laughs> I, it, I, which if, I have been legged up many times. One, one of us lot, yes. <laughs> ...questions the fairness of the situation, then you're just going to get a barrage of, <laughs> well, you haven't been through everything that we've been through. Uh, and and we, it has an element of, of truth to it. And there is, you can't change... What's happened in the past? And it's not going to make anything better for anyone trying to make people feel bad because they haven't been through. (laughs) Just, well, you wouldn't know what it's like to be discriminated against, so I'm going to discriminate against you. How is that going to make anyone feel better? Why can't we just all...
0: I just don't think that... that We we seem to have drifted into this culture where, admittedly, certainly in England, um, there's been a predominantly white male control for a reasonable number of years. But I wasn't alive in the Victorian era. I wasn't alive during the war. I wasn't alive during the 60s. So pegging the blame for the sins of the past on me in the present when I've had nothing to do with it, they don't represent my values and my views. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's the way forward. No, I
1: completely agree. We should, we should all move forward together and not be afraid to ask it ask questions for, for fear of being <laughs> abused on twitter i don't think those uh, photos of you dressed as hitler on your facebook though
0: uh, they're not representative <laughs> of the real me no a... i've grown out of that phase now <laughs> so i suppose we've reached a point really where we need to rank this in boas and decide feather or not this is a serious issue
1: I think this is quite... <laughs> well, it depends which which side you're looking at. If you're looking at it from the side of the offendees, <laughs> then obviously we are going to find anything to be offended about, and so it's very important for us. For, th- for the point of view of the offenders, for example, you... Me. Saying, <laughs> accidentally saying a word that's highly offensive and not knowing about it. Again... It could be a big deal. So this is this is something that, that really shouldn't matter, uh, but doors. I think it really has a big a big impact. I I think I think we're heading
0: into four feather boa territory, Ken. From a an eggshells territory, and it, it is. I mean, it's getting to the point where people's entire careers are being shredded through one slip up, and unfortunately, they're then responding to the slip up. And making it ten times worse, <laughs> uh, even if they've apologized for it, or you know that's not what I meant. Well, clearly you did mean that, and then everybody piles on, and they're dead within three days in uh, career uh, career wise. <laughs> yeah, no, not not I'm not not advocating that, boys. and girls. <laughs> Gay <game>. uh, yeah. mafia, <laughs> <laughs> fabulous you to death. <laughs> so purely because of, of the the pylons that I've said, I'm gonna I'm gonna nudge this up to five. It's my Ooh. first five, I think. But I do think. We could probably do to sort of start being what everyone keeps banging on about: being a little bit more tolerant of people who just don't know and aren't raging phobes.
1: Educate, not obliterate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that. I just made up. (laughs) Yes, that will be on a T-shirt soon, boys and girls. There's your hashtag. (laughs) Well, it's time for screening queens. I've got to admit, I've struggled with this one. Uh, But the only one that leaps to mind for sort of using the wrong word or uh, getting things wrong and cancel culture, the first thing, the first one that leaps to mind is actually an interview between Bill Grundy and the Sex Pistols in the mid '70s. Bill Grundy at the time was quite a a famous interviewer, but he had the Sex Pistols on, and it just the the interview was just a horrible car crash uh, because they were very anti-establishment, a punk rock group of the time. And they swore live on air. Absolute scandal. But Bill Grundy didn't really control the situation very well. In fact, he almost seemed to be egging them on to do it again. (laughs) And they did. And uh, Bill Grundy was never seen or heard of again. Canceled. It was cancelled. I I think he's (laughs) the first. It will be on the tube somewhere. I've seen clips of it. But it was um, uncomfortable viewing. First instance of cancel culture that I can think of.
1: Excellent. And we've come a long way since then
0: oh yes, no one's We've canceled. canceled a lot of
1: people <laughs> <laughs> right well on that note ken i think uh, that that wraps us up for tonight thanks for another exciting and, and interesting uh, conversation and we will be back very soon with another hot topic uh, so please do join us goodbye thank you and good night
0: Nine Bob Note featured Paul Isles, Rush, and Ken Moss. Title music was by Mark Scheiman, and the program was produced by Maverick Productions. <laughs> For more information, please visit MaverickProductionsUK.blogspot.com or find us on social media.